the funny thing is so like we had to delay a week right between four and five i so feel like i missed out on an opportunity to do my predictions for episode five and it's like i feel i would have been 100 percent spot on because it's one of those questions of like at the end of episode four it's like oh shit she's in the world between worlds and right. it's anakin's force ghost and it's like so what are we gonna do oh we're gonna unpack some of her mm -hmm. issues and some of that's gonna be directly related to anakin mm -hmm. like there's no way you don't have him show up and not have them resolve right. some unresolved part of their relationship. Yeah. And the other bit was like, so that's his force ghost from end of return of the Jedi, right? Vader dies. And then in the, the redone of return yep. of the Jedi, George Lucas switches the force ghost. <laughs> yep from the old man Anakin to mm -hmm. Hayden Christensen because mm -hmm. at that point they'd done a Revenge of the Sith. Right. But my brain was like, all right, are they going to do like, oh, he's light side? Or are they like, my brain was like, that is dumb if they were just like, no, it's just the light side version of Anakin and not Vader. Because the thing is, Vader was there in Anakin before he became Vader, mm -hmm. right? I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You didn't kill Anakin. Skywalker. I did. His his tendencies, his inclinations were there since fucking Clone Wars. Like the Clone Wars, the movie, right? Mm -hmm. And the things to unpack are gonna be part of that dark side and sort of neutering his emotional range to just oh everything's cool now and not like no i got some fucking anger you want to have some conflict let's go right and man did that all fucking pay off yes yeah, sure it did it sure did because it also touched on almost part of in a way ahsoka having issues with herself because she's like because oh, she yeah. constantly brings up the part of if that's you and I'm you because normally that's said in a way where it's a good thing like you know yeah you're both your mom and your, and your dad until like your father's an alcoholic then it's almost an insult right you don't want it to be a part of you mm -hmm. so, find out your dad's the golden so, state killer like oh so you could see that she's struggling with that and what she could possibly become because of this whole thing if I'm your master then whatever I have pours into you and like I said it's a casual thing like that's a good thing and it, and it would be in a different situation but what could that possibly mean for her and that's yeah. what she don't want and so I like their little you know, even though they had the physical training with lightsabers, their conversation was the same. Their conversation was almost like a, a dance of not necessarily saying uh -huh. exactly what it is, but, but it is what it is. And we know what her problem is with it. And, and, and he's kind of like dancing around it as if that's not no thing. And you almost wonder, does she even, does he even know what she's talking about? But you get a hint that he does, but he won't say it. And yeah. so until the end, I, I like the dance with that. I was like, okay, they play on a different levels. So, so they're doing the, the physical the and they're doing the, the verbal mental. So the, the whole interesting thing with this this whole sequence of her getting knocked out, falling in the ocean, and waking up in the world between worlds is like, it's almost a little bit of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, mm -hmm. right? Where yes. you have someone fall asleep, get knocked out, and they go to this other place. Right. And basically, they, they work through a whole bunch of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't Star Wars, right, 
it it would be that someone mm -hmm. got hit over the head and then worked through some internal stuff and then woke up oh i worked through one of my big my big blockers right mm -hmm. and the only difference here is like no anakin straight up is a force ghost so you could read that whole scene as like this is all a projection of her subconscious mm -hmm. but also i think the intended take is no straight up anakin is there to help her work through what she needs to work through right right and there's part of it where it's like he's just reflecting what she needs and it's also like no that also tracks as anakin 100 percent yeah there's definitely had control over some some of the situation right because he the one kind of pulled her into the the different levels of limbo you know, oh, man. Going, you know what I mean? So some of that stuff is happening. But then also it's a situation where he doesn't know. I'm not familiar with this. Oh, this is where we split off. This is when I did my own thing. You wasn't here for right. this part. So it's like, so is he driving or not? I like how it kind of plays with It's a little of both. That. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, and I love, like, they did such great transitions from, like, all these different oh, yes. scenes. Yes. But, like, the, the first bit where it's, like, he, he basically lays out like the last le like okay what's the last lesson blah 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 and it's like live or die and then he ignites his lightsaber and she's like i don't want to fight you and it, there were so many great lines yeah. she says i don't want to fight you and he says yeah i've heard that before Pro, yeah. and that's a reference to luke it's a reference to fucking luke so it's not it, it is the full anakin it's yeah, yeah. everything, including Vader, right? Which we get hints like, to find out that's oh, true, man. too. <laughs> Beautifully dude, done. Beautifully dude, done. Those... <laughs> it happened twice. Fuck. Yeah. It's so fucking good. So he, he starts fighting her, and he backs her up. And I noticed, even in the first time, like, they're, they're on this sort of floaty walkway ethereal thing. Right. And you can tell, like, it's not fully a wide shot, but you can tell they're sort of at at a terminus point right it sort of widens out in a circle right and it was like I, I had just enough time to sort of track that and then she's like i guess you don't have much to teach me because she's like fended him off mm -hmm. and then he's like i still got a few tricks to teach you and he cuts the ground away and the whole yeah. thing shatters and she falls down like and then you know she wakes up in the next memory like there's so much here so like Hayden Christensen's getting a lot of love with like what he did in Obi-Wan and here but like right in that section where they're they're fighting he's sort of driving her back yeah there's a specific series of moves that he does there's like a couple of them and those are straight up moves from the original prequels mm. you see them in the Obi-Wan show when he's sparring Obi-Wan in the flashback yeah like to after they finished wrapping revenge of the sith lucas hart had licensed a video game for revenge of the sith right and they were like hey can can we get hayden christensen to come in and like you know maybe give us some ideas on like moves that like we because it was like a fighting game you get to play as anakin you could play as obi-wan you go through the whole fucking movie but and I've seen the behind the scenes of them talking about this and showing footage and they're like we kind of expected him to be like yeah it'd be maybe cool to do this and he was like no Anakin does this 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 here's <laughs> this move like because he had spent so long yeah. learning all these lightsaber moves like from the two movies right. and like and he has this lunging jumping attack and he has this and he's like very specific and so 
to have those recognizable flourishes mm-hmm. come back into play and get edited into this fight like there's a whole thing where it's like he swings to the outside turns around spins it around to the other side and then brings it into a big attack like it's just like holy shit like i've watched too much star wars that i can recognize that character's <laughs> move set like a fucking fighting video game it's ridiculous but like they they did a great job with the fight and you know they're still like uh, turn the back blah 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 whatever but when we get into her pseudo flashback spirit quest wow yeah just wow like the yeah. first one when she's a kid and it's clearly like early in clone wars and that's acknowledged and like, in that and that and even even the actress she was brilliant the yeah, actress the, whoever her, they got to play her is like great. little teenage Ahsoka just yeah and she plays like a four to five year gap like I forget how long the clone was ours like it's a couple yeah. years though and it's like they go from showing her as sort of the fresh to the battle Padawan mm-hmm. to the like she's at the siege of Mandalore yeah right she's fighting in the spiked haired or spiked helmet mandalorians she's on her way to fight darth maul Mm. like and her body language is different yeah like she could hold a sword when she was holding a saber lightsaber she had nice form too that kid could really fight so you could tell the yeah yeah, it it was like like i don't know if that was a stunt double when she was doing like the the knee spin whatever it was it was clean like but it it, it looked so fucking good it looked so fucking good but it was so fucking heavy like like you could tell like i'm pretty sure they were shooting in the volume and it looked really fucking good maybe it was even like a bigger bigger like you know studio space but like some of the stormtroopers i'm pretty sure they edited in but there was clearly a couple of them were like i'm running through sand and i have a helmet on and i'm a little unsure of my footing yeah like i was like that is an actual person running through the sand because running in sand is fucking hard yeah they stood out it's they, like they one of those things where like yeah. they stood out but not in a bad way in no, a way no. of like that's an actual person yeah yeah right and it's like but it's also one of the, like the whole point of this is like he trained her to be a soldier and it's one of those things that like you've watched if you watch the clone wars and even you've seen other stuff it's like they were bringing young teenagers into fucking combat yeah that's bonkers that's yeah, but, like but she even questioned I, that I, she's I, like I was that all what i am was a warrior like does that that's all i have to give to my padawan like you know are right? we reduced and to he this tries the, he tries to just yeah and that yeah. thing is like she's like adult ahsoka's coming through like is this right. all i have to give to my Padawan, to Sabine. And yeah. it's like, you look back at their conversation, it's like, I'm training you to fight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, is that what it means? Is that what yeah. she thinks it means to be a Jedi, is just to be a soldier, a good fighter? Right. It changes how you look at sort of Rosario Darson's performance up to this point of Ahsoka. Yeah. Because we talked about this like in the other episodes where it's like, oh, she's stoic. Like people were like, she, she's really closed off. She's like, not sort of relaxed and emotive. Right. And it's like, oh, she's got PTSD. She's fucking closed off because yeah. like part of it is like, part of it is like, 
here we go again. I have to stop the next war. Like I'm just stuck in this cycle. I never get out of the war. Right. 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 It's like, oh, it totally changes the context of her performance now, especially yeah. once as we get to the second half of this episode after she, you know, comes out of it, they pick her up, blah, blah, blah. She's light. She's I mean, literally like her clothes, like she starts wearing mm-hmm. white. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like her, her demeanor softens. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Yeah. She, had, she had like the best therapy. It's like, it's almost like that Tony Stark thing Ooh. where he had where he could kind of say goodbye to his parents the right way, you know, go through that right. visualization of that whole thing. Um, but I love their banter, even but, in the beginning when she got in there and, and, He's like pretty much like you died. And it's, it's like what happened? You lost. <laughs> she, she was like, "Huh? No, you. If you're He's here, like, you, trust me. You, you lost. lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, if you're here, you lost." And I kind of like their banter. I like their conversation. I like that. Like I said, it wasn't like, "Oh, this is a dream in my head." I'm gonna say whatever I want to. I'm gonna talk crazy. Like I said, it was. It was. You could see the journey, and I'm trying to work right. it out. And it wasn't just throwing your face. And the moments that they chose to show was very powerful. Um, even with the clones, when they showed the clones and clones are, you know, you know, one of the clones was speaking to her and we had a voice cameo, you know? Oh yeah. Which I thought was, it was cool. I don't think that's Rex. Okay. No helmets were off, five. but it that's has a voice. That's her specific. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, guy that plays yeah. all the clones in Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Um, but that specific clone commander is her clone commander. That's fives. Okay. And she managed to save him in order 66. So like this, so much was loaded into those flashbacks. Yeah. And yeah. like again to them in episode four, foreshadowing Sabine's thing, and then with Ahsoka and Balin foreshadowing her issue with like uh, Anakin. Right. Anakin foreshadows the answer right at the start because to like oh oh you can remember it was happening. That's good. That means you might live. Right. right you can you can still live that's the whole thing that's the last lesson so, to live so okay so ask me this now mm. for, for me okay so i understand like the journey and like i said the beautiful moments even when one of the um clones was hurt and and she sat by his side right right and, and acknowledging all yeah the it was just that took place it was just yeah it yeah it was it was it was a lot it was a lot and then and it came just like you know come on we gotta you know this right? is war and the whole this, point this it's is a war. lot to put on a right. child right right so this, this is war and, and like you know and and she's like but i i led the i led him to death i caused this it's like you know like almost like they even said about how jedi had a different role in the beginning but yeah. in, in this situation, peacekeeper, but in here we got to be the leaders and sometimes you're going to make mistakes. And it's just like, yeah, it was just unpacking all the stuff that she needed to unpack, all the questions, all the it's okay to forgive yourself, all the that's just come with the job kind of talk, all that stuff, which I thought was, was, was beautiful. I will say I kind of didn't understand. So the whole thing about I, I don't think I ever felt that she didn't want to live. Um, that's the only thing. So when when they kept saying the whole part about do you want to live or die, you choose to live or die. I didn't understand how, or I didn't Here's, see it as it being an issue for her. So if she seemed more disconnected or didn't want to get into the fight of it all, like she didn't lose the fight on purpose or anything. So when it was saying like do you want to live or die, I kind of didn't get where 
he was coming from with that. Now I, I understood all the other stuff and the lessons and stuff and the journey. I love. I thought that was mm. beautiful. So I just didn't understand the part about. I never thought that she was questioning if she wanted to still be here or not. I didn't. I didn't feel. I don't. I don't that, think that it was, was that. I don't think it was that necessarily. Sort of. I mean, it. It. It might have. Because he frames it as like, oh, you can still remember what's going on. You're still focused on on that. So like, that's a sign that you still might live, right? Mm -hmm. Where that's mm -hmm. that's in question, right? Mm -hmm. Where if like maybe she gets stuck in limbo, mm -hmm. right? That that might be one way of taking it. Maybe she doesn't come back. She just disappears in the force. But in rewatching it today, he starts off by like, live or die, and then right. he ignites his lightsaber. Right. But then when you get into the memories, it's not live or die, it's fight or die. Hmm. It's fight or die. Right? Because okay. that's that's what happens when you're a soldier. You have to either fight or you die. Yes, that's true. Okay, right? yeah. That's what the war that's when the whole stuff came up with the questioning about the war and stuff and, 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 and that's to, okay. that's the whole thing that I think they're getting to is that she's stuck in, in fight or die, fight or die, fight or die, and that's not living right so do you feel that she wasn't i don't know that she was like ready to to like padme just like oh i've i've my heart is broken i can't do this anymore no she didn't like that at all she gives up the game she didn't fight saying like she would train her and stuff it wasn't like she wasn't trying to get sabine on the line it wasn't like she gave up and even her being kind of stoic i didn't think it was that heavy but even that it didn't feel like she wasn't optimistic. It wasn't like she wasn't going to try or it's like, you know, this is not my battle or I had my turn, your turn. It was never none of that kind of stuff. So, and not saying that it's, this stuff wasn't internal because she did go through all this stuff. So that, yes. that changes a person. So no doubt about that. Um, but do I necessarily saw her wearing all this, all this that we're seeing? Like, did, did I see her or do I feel that she's wearing that with, the choices and the the words and her stance, even how she carries herself, I didn't see it like that on her. And so even though I believe she needs these things resolved and needed to work it out for sure, mm -hmm. I don't know if I necessarily saw it on her. And, and so, everybody wears things differently because, you, you know, it's not like Bruce, yeah. Lane, Bruce Wayne walks around looking like like he feels because if he was he'd be walking around looking like batman like dude what's wrong with you so yeah, he's obviously yeah. not walking uh, around you know wearing right. it but he it's is it's on the inside right you know you keep a, a mask figuratively bruce right. sometimes literally right but but i think i think the whole thing is that he's he's letting her let go of the responsibility that he put on her Jedi Order put on her and that she put on her to constantly try and keep people right. from dying. Right? right? She's right now trying to stop the next big war with Thrawn, which right. is still a goal, but it, it's also like the, the, the burden is too great to put all on your shoulders, right? It's True. still a worthwhile go to pursue. Right. But be able to pursue it without holding that burden and all your failures, right? Because you're not living. You're 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 in the past, right? As ba as she tries to reject with Balin, like this is not about my past, and it's like you're still carrying your past. 
right? right so for her to to live right is to let that burden go okay if this situation would happen in obi-wan kenobi mm -hmm. then that to me i could see that because he kind of he kind of pulled himself he's doing bare minimum i'm not even really ex i'm i'm barely existing yeah. i don't want to take myself out but i'm not i don't in think it anakin either. being like fight or die i don't think anakin saying fight or die was like about her like giving up the game or giving up the ghost or quitting um okay if anything i think that makes it where it's like fighter not even fight or flight but it's like that is her mindset of either you fight 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 or people are going to die it's not even that she's going to die i don't think that's a problem for her okay i, I don't feel like that i don't feel like the, the problem yeah i don't feel like it's a problem it's for her either. people are gonna die right and and i think part of it too just also like from sort of a like stakes component is like he keeps attacking her at various yeah. points like at the start he attacks her and then at the end he attacks her right he, so he, he started fighting her as to... a friend at first and then it almost turned to foe oh man Oof. oh man so Oof. let let's let's Oof. let's cover one or two things before we get to that because it's so fucking good but <laughs> it was in in the first flashback right they have that that scene where she's like holding the hand of the trooper that's like injured like they yeah. all their faces covered so they don't have to do that cgi exactly. right but like at the end of it it's like you know i gotta train you to be a leader i gotta train mm -hmm. you to be a soldier to go fight yep. and it's like what if that's not what i want which is like clearly like the whole point of this is mm -hmm. like he's like too bad basically and he starts walking off into a resuming battle and from the back like he's got his lightsaber ignited mm. and then there's an explosion mm. in front of him Mm. And it switches to Vader's Vader. silhouette and the red lightsaber. Man. And it just holds for like a second or two. Just enough. And then the explosion kind of goes away and then it's back to Anakin with the it blue lightsaber. And it's just beautiful. It, it was so fucking good. And so when beautiful. we get to they come back to the like the world between worlds and they'd started arguing because now they're at the Siege of Mandalore and it's it's the whole like, oh I what what's this place? I was never here. And they start arguing because like i read it as like she has the the fight at the beginning mm -hmm. right with the mandalorians and the troopers and then she just stands there and she just crosses her arm and she just fucking waits because she's like ah okay i'm out of this moment i'm i'm here now adult ahsoka's here now and i'm not fucking playing this game and i'm just gonna stand here and then he shows up right and they start arguing again and he basically kicks her back into the world between worlds and i think at this point his demeanor already changed and when now his lightsaber turns red but did you notice the part when he kicks her through and she falls and hits the ground kind of slides back in that dramatic slide oh and you hear the You hear the breathing before uh -huh. he walks in and you see that lightsaber come oh right and at this like so... right before he kicks her like he turns his back and is like fight or die yeah. but when he ignites it it's red this time and he turns yeah. around and his face the, the his like the color's gone out of his face he's yeah. got the, the blood red eyes yes. right and so 
they you know it kicks her back onto the the world between the worlds yeah. and they For, force kicks her you know it's force right? kick because a little extra on it and his <laughs> and his style is more brutal now yes. like but the great thing is, is that he you know he disarms her once and he disarms the other saber and then of course in the magical usual like oh no the protagonist has been disarmed suddenly they can just slip through the antagonist's attack and disarm mm-hmm. them as well whatever hand wave it but she takes his lightsaber and right. she holds it up to his throat right and uh, i forget he i forget if he taunts her or whatever but like she she almost goes to like strike him down and if you look at her eyes her eyes start turning orange her huh. eyes are blue i didn't catch it the first view and i saw someone online being like holy shit she got the dark side eyes Right, they don't. Okay, go then full. that would make it make more sense then, because I, because, because to me, I didn't she, think she was going to kill him anyway. But if her was, eyes changed. She was then, so yeah. angry, like she was ready to go dark side, like huh. just like his eyes were like right. bloodshot. I dark saw side. his changed. Hers yeah. went orange, huh. but she didn't go through with it. And then, it, like it was very brief. It's like maybe, maybe almost two seconds. Hmm. And then you know she turns off the lights. I don't know. She throws it away or whatnot. But she's like, I'm not gonna fight you, right? Right? And it was like, oh, like I so choose good. to live. Should I choose to live? I, I, I choose or, to live, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna have this fight because she's been having this fight inside her the whole time, between the purpose her master set out for her and who she wants to be, right? Yeah. The lesson, the unpacking, the enlightenment, the insight, a journey to see her character build for her to question. Mm-hmm for him to give his insight his side of it and to even when she thinks she has an answer for him to look at her like oh you haven't learned yet oh we back to the beginning back to the beginning you know what i mean like oh okay look we're gonna start us all over again and and each time he's taking it up a notch each time we come to this confrontation and you don't give me the right answer i'm gonna step it up because it's almost like what do you need me to be for you to hear what i'm trying to say to you right and 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 to to Eric's point, right when we talked with Eric and, mm-hmm. and for episode three, right. he didn't want the 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 big insights to just be given out like candy, right? Where right. it has to be earned, right. has to be fought for, has to be resisted, right? right? Where either Ahsoka knows but can't admit to the thing, which I don't think was the case here, mm-hmm. or it's just it's so buried under trauma that it has to be dug up and and sort of shoved in her face to get to the conclusion that she already knows for me i wish it would have been something like if she was seeming a little hesitant to either fight or hesitant to to train she was or something but she's doing it though she recruited she's invited people to follow along with her so she's that's not that's not her problem her problem is not i'm not willing to do this her problem is I can't stop signing myself up. I, I like I was thinking earlier today, it's almost like the hurt locker, right? Yeah. Where where she only sort of exists in the battlefield and and looking towards the next threat and looking towards the next problem and she can't get off that treadmill. And for, I guess for me not seeing all the other shows, I didn't put it together for her being like, hey, I want to get off the ride, or either I wanna accept the ride or get off of it 
you know you know and you know i i think even if you watch it it wouldn't necessarily be like there there i mean she leaves the jedi order mm. she gets falsely accused of like a crime and like the, yeah. the the jedi put her on trial for like political expediency and then they're like oh we were totally wrong come back like she gets fucked over in a lot of yeah. different ways but like this specific thing yeah it's one of those i i feel like it's a a brilliant way to take what's laid out in the continuity and it's it's not like a retcon right where mm -hmm. they're like oh we're gonna actually reveal that this was actually this other thing but it's like here's this thing that's actually been bubbling the whole time yeah right so if she didn't have this emotional thing to work through yeah then it wouldn't be the Ahsoka show. It would just be the Sabine show. And she would be just the mentor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, but I like this. This yeah. recenters it as her story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sabine's a co protagonist, but now we get to see her struggle with Sabine as part of her struggle with who she thinks she is and who she thinks she has to be. Yeah. Right? Because even if they had something there that was more along the lines that she was afraid of losing herself and becoming like Anakin or something like mm -hmm. what you pour into when you tell me like or, or some acknowledgement of like, because I know it was kind of touched and said, but if, if that was the, the main thing, not the live and die in part, but just kind of like, I'm afraid to be me because if right. I'm me, I'm I, you I might, yeah, and right. I might become I can't I'm afraid to be my full potential because of what it could possibly mean or right. something like or something like that and he's being like don't be afraid to be you 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 are strong enough you might be able to handle it when I couldn't whatever right. something like that to me would have kind of lent to it but like I said I right. loved it and it was like a beautiful montage like I said they had me with the flashes of Vader kicking in it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was definitely a highlight. It's one of those kind of things like I'll go back to this episode just to see that part. Oh yeah. You know, it's that good. It's that good. Yeah. She starts to sink. And she does finally wake up. And the transition into the world between worlds, yes. right? Was nice and subtle and it's like, oh, it's the ocean, blah blah blah. But right. this like this transition of her standing on one of those walkways and then the stars falling like it water and, the, and, it, the and it just came up and suddenly oh there's water there like it's really well done and yeah. i was tracking too like this episode is dave filoni he's directing yeah yeah uh -huh. yeah and man <laughs> I, I get why subject matter wise uh -huh. like clone wars ahsoka like this is this is his baby like mm -hmm. this is 100 percent his character yeah like of course he was going to touch the thing that was going to translate what he's done for years in animation mm -hmm. of course he the live action recreation of these situations he would have to have his hand on it have to yeah. I, um, he, he, he did a really great job i and i think the vfx team as yeah. well yeah. And then she's finally out and they drag her out of the ocean. I mean, we kind of skipped on the whole, like, what's Hera doing? And Jason, her kid, who's because, like... Yeah, because the way, you know, it's almost funny because even the way it was it was done in the show is a little distracting. And I was kind of almost waiting for the next encounter with Ahsoka and Anakin. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, so I almost blocked it out like, oh, this again. And not, not saying it's not important in anything because it is. It just doesn't grab as much, right? It's not 
It's no. not what's going on with Ahsoka and Anakin. Like, you can't really compete yeah, with that. Because you're, you're eating your dessert and somebody's trying to shove vegetables. And it's just like, I'm eating dessert now. I'm dedicated to this. This is what I want at this moment. And this side thing is not right what I'm feeling right now. And, so and, it kind of felt like that. And the stakes weren't quite as big. Right, the stakes yeah. for Hera, the stakes for Jason and Chopper, and oh god, I can't remember the captain, uh, the X-wing pilot guy. Um, but the stakes just weren't as high, right? right? They're like, oh, like we hopefully we find our friends who we think are dead. Like I get that, but it mm -hmm. didn't. It, it it didn't have that intensity, that rawness of like, oh shit, I think I've just lost two of my very close friends lost Sabine and we lost Ahsoka so it didn't play that way with Hera and it's more like oh we got we got, we got to go and report back but we don't have anything to report back like well the way it's layered too I thought was kind of interesting too because you have this thing where the almost like a fate of the world kind of situation because like you know quote-unquote Thanos is coming <laughs> you know along with you know I want to try to save Gamora and and Black Widow like right you know and so and it's funny because there's this almost this lax thing when it comes to the New Republic, and it's almost a lax thing with all the players like Hera. And, you know, and like you say, it's almost like this laid back thing. And one thing I want to touch on, too, that I thought was kind of kind of funny, because at first I didn't understand why, but I quickly understood once they landed. But I was thinking, like, why is she bringing her kid? You know, like Wesley Crusher. I mean, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why is he on this ship? But then it kind of it kind of, you know, with time, you kind of see why it is. And it's just so interesting. I understand why they would have a character like that and play it that way in the show, because this is kind of like a family kids show. And so that makes sense, you know. But it's just like, it's like Wesley Crusher that he comes in with the answers and make it all right. And I will say he's a cute kid. He's not annoying. So that kind of helps with the delivery and stuff. But it is a kind of a thing where, you know, why else is he there? And he's there to be, you know, force sensitive. And, and I guess I'm assuming force sensitive. And he's, oh, yeah. and he's feeling the fact that, you know, they're in this other dimension and battling and stuff. So even when she came out, he's like, hey, I, I heard you. Who are you fighting? And that was that was pretty cool. But it was just... You know, that whole thing, the way it's kind of played in Hera, I like that actress. I like her in Scott Pilgrim, right? I like her. I like her in different movies and stuff. But I, I saw her she's... in Kate, where she was like an yeah. assassin in Japan. Yeah. I was like, wow. I saw that on this, Netflix. Yeah. That was surprisingly good. Yeah, so she's cool, but I, I don't feel, and not that I'm comparing her to the animated version, but I don't think, I don't know if I like her in that role. I don't know if she brings anything out of that role. Because to me, it's kind of, like I said, her delivery and stuff was dry. I even noticed that before with her answers. And I know that's written for her, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's the delivery or something. Because sometimes, even if like you have poor or questionable words, if the actor is putting some putting some weight on it, it kind of you know makes it different. It makes right. it full. And so I I don't know. She just seemed like she's wearing a wearing a costume, and and I I don't you know I don't believe her rank. I don't believe. That's how a person act in that situation, dealing with the stakes that it's dealing with and stuff. It's yeah. just kind of like, you know, it's almost like a kid playing dress up and they don't know to act right around company or they don't know to tighten up when this happens or whatever. It's just like she's just kind of playing it like she just kind of walks around and just kind of, you know, came off the block. And it's just like, wait a minute, you you went through all this stuff. It had to be some kind of gravitas to some of this. And she just kind of just walks into the scene and she's just talking 
talking straight with everybody and it's just like you know and i know i mentioned it before but it just really even stuck out with this when it came to a thing like hey the fleet is coming she's like oh what, what took them so long it's like well i don't think they're coming to help like she should know that she should yeah. know that she done messed up and and hey let's have some urgency or some some kind of feelings or some kind of something that's reading as like you know it's gonna, the, it's gonna be a hot mess i'm gonna work it out i'll, I'll deal with it something and if, if they wanted because i was thinking and i realized the initial thought would have been slightly out of character of like her downplaying her concern to her son That's right different. yeah and like she's and like but but have it where it's like she says one thing to him and then he goes off with chopper and then she does a separate thing to show that she's actually yeah really concerned right and one right i was thinking like ah oh, she like you know does a light punch against the wall or something like she gets angry or frustrated she yeah, you yeah. know vents mm -hmm. but one of the things that they could have played with in in and around that sort of idea of showing sort of what's going on internally a lot of fans have caught that on the console right for the controls for her yeah. ship there is a picture of jason's father of oh, wow. kanan right okay. it's tucked in right by like the control setup and, and also like the little like little green pauldron he has jason has on his shoulder that's yeah. i don't know if it's the same but his mm -hmm. dad had that same green pauldron okay. with the same white markings on it like the same symbol on it so there's ways of like i mean people kind of have to know who the picture is of but For you sure. can have have ways of like she's saying one thing to her son Mm -hmm. And then looking at the picture and doing some real good face acting, eye acting of like, Something. yeah, everything's fine. And just like, yeah, we're totally, totally going to find them. We're not going to lose anyone else. Like they, yeah. they might have decided. I just don't know if they wanted that other heavy tone. We got all this stuff going on with Ahsoka. So, yeah, because even with that little nuance, it still wouldn't have been better than the situation where she's actually in a situation where she would kind of and like I said, it doesn't have to be heavy necessarily but you know you're kind of reading the room you know that's like somebody coming there just you know it just doesn't there, there feel was, like that there was a bit where it's just like an odd sort of pacing of the scene where it cuts back and mm -hmm. jason's with chopper at the edge right. and he's listening to the ocean and then you can see the x-wings go out and then we cut into the cockpit and the captain is like hey we haven't found anything and we get Hera basically like well and he's like we got low fuel reserves and we just hear her saying well expand your search keep going da 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 yeah and that could have been a moment to cut to her in the cockpit looking at the picture of essentially her dead husband mm -hmm. and being like expand your search give it one more go right where we can read she's not ready to let go of trying to find Ahsoka or Sabine Right? Right, right so i don't know that i think the only other like tiny quibble it would have just been with mon mothma's direction it's like look <laughs> i like have have mon mothma whose demeanor is so calm and pristine right and, and like you can read that there's subtext underneath right mm, right but have her just like look hera like have her break it and be like a little like hera this is what i need right mm -hmm to green light what you're doing and if that doesn't happen it's out of my hands like and she does kind of say like i like it's out of my hands but i just showing mon mothma get a little frustrated right yeah like just just a little bit more than just oh everything da, da, da. it's like it's only what i can do 
Right. Um, it was just all very yeah. light without weight. And I was, thought it was kind of interesting because those are things that wouldn't distract from anything else. But it almost kind of just ties in with how much tension we really have waiting while we're loving this introspective, you know, Padawa with Master again, the completion of the circle, the unraveling of years of hurt and pain, all that kind of stuff. But to know you have that reminder of this ticking thing behind you, that wouldn't have hurt. Yeah. That had just made it more powerful. Like, oh, yeah, we got to get back to business. I was enjoying this, right. this situation, but we got to get back to we're, business. We're running out of fuel. Yes. The, the rebellion's going to come. Like, ha have yeah. it have yeah. it be more insistent and like, yeah. no, this is really. But yeah. anyway. Because yeah. we don't know where I we're mean, going. You know, we don't know how we're going to find them. It's all those yeah. things. So, yeah. So. If, um, if you wanted, though, more more light, like, let's let's talk about after Ahsoka wakes up. Let's talk, because let's talk about it. like i i like that like it was odd at first like how long her just waking up in that little cubby yes. hole and like like they took like i'm like eh, okay it's like she Maybe woke up little... twice <laughs> yeah she, she got saved and kind of woke up and then she got woke up again and then she kind of woke up in the cubby and then it's like okay how much but, waking up i mean they they in multiple ways played around with literally light because we got light coming into the cabin that wakes yes. her up but then yeah. in the big the big thing here that i want to get to is of course like anyone watching is like she puts on some sort of white <laughs> blanket like shawl thing just like you know gandalf cold, whatever right yeah well and, and here's here's the thing because again then like she goes and checks in with everybody and then like she clearly gets geared up and now her whole outfit is white so she switched out the grays to white and for one of course like everything that she went through mm -hmm. right she's she's sort of unburdened herself however we want to yep. call it mm -hmm. but going back to when we were talking about the end of the rebels tv show right and we right. got that recap scene where Sabine's touching the mural, right? Yep. And this is how the Rebel show ended. Like the mural, she touches it, they redid that. And the difference between the animated and the real that. one was yeah. that she was all in white yes. and she was holding a staff. I mean, you want to talk Gandalf, right? She yes. was holding a staff. She had almost, <laughs> almost that same outfit, a little bit more like hood over the top. But mm -hmm. what Filoni did was he had i'm guessing in his mind a place that she had gotten to that yeah. we didn't see that transition by the end of rebels right right where like she wasn't wearing the same thing that was an entirely new outfit right oh okay that was the only time she showed up with the white robes and the staff oh. like she, like yeah it was just like a oh huh. clear it was a way of again like time has gone on yeah and now Ahsoka and Sabine are going off to do a thing. And so I think he did a great thing where he's like, I'm going to do a light retcon. Yeah. Right. And we can just take her back to where she hasn't gotten to that point. So we as an audience can go through whatever that yeah. thing was, whether or not Filoni had yeah. a specific idea or not. Right. Right. He's like, all right, we're, we're going to retcon that so we can have a journey and we can have a gray to white transition. Yes. Right. Or maybe even darker. Cause again, she almost went dark side fighting Anakin. And now we get to mine that sort of emotional journey instead of 
Just like, yeah, Ahsoka's Ahsoka's Gandalf the White now. She's all good. It's like, right. no, let's have an emotional journey to go through with Ahsoka. And now she's there. And now we get to see through the rest of the episode. Her demeanor's changed, right? Mm -hmm. She's still sort of Jedi calm, but she's she's not stoic in the sense of like i'm just here and we're getting through another day like there's an undercurrent that i'm not happy about or frustrated that i'm just not dealing with where she's relaxed she's light she's she's maybe not upbeat bubbly but like her demeanor is She's definitely got a vibe of surrendering to the force. It's, mm -hmm. it's less like I can't control the situation. Cause they, they also did that earlier when the way she was trying to do things when they were under attack and with Sabine and that whole thing where she's a ship gunner and she's flying and they're seeing like, hey, this communication where we're working, this is not working. Like she had to step back and be like, what? even though I didn't agree with them doing it there, but mm -hmm. that was the scene where they did like, hey, this isn't working this way. Let me back off. Tell me what you need from me and see if we could go that route. And right. so this is more or less kind of like, you know, uh, the lessons of the Jedi about kind of surrendering to the feeling, just like uh -huh. the, just like Jason did. That's a good example of, of hap that happening with this. And so you did see more of like her not necessarily having the answers and kind of giving into the moment. And so do I think that she felt heavy before all this? Not necessarily, because it could have been because of the way she's playing it. But the little nuances, like you're saying, I did notice that after she came she woke back up again and you know and then also with the water and all that that's always rebirth and, mm -hmm. and, and resurrection and stuff like that with the light the water and portal the to baptism, other realms. baptism and all that kind of stuff and enlightenment yeah yeah all that stuff is all parts of um kind of surrendering and new birth and new life new perspective and that's what she's kind of leading with you know once she wakes up yeah it's yeah. going to be interesting to see like with with her discussion with anakin about like you know, is this all I have to offer to my own Padawan yeah. of what is that conversation going to be when she eventually gets to Sabine, yeah, yeah. right? Where yeah. she like Anakin a little bit in a way, mm -hmm. uh, I think a little bit more explicitly like, hey, I was trying to impose on you right. a thing and it was the only thing that I was taught instead of trying to figure out what you needed. Yeah. And I think also, since she understands herself better and kind of knows her limits and what she could kind of overcome, I think that lets her know and also let her know it's okay. Because I think she never probably gave all she could possibly give because she was afraid of what that might mean. Mm. And so you never know. Sabine could have been feeling like something's off. You know, when a relationship is off, you, don't, you can't pinpoint it, but you know something's off. But then it also dictates the actions of everybody. And so with that happening, who knows she could have been kind of making sabine you know you know reject her just because she might feel like i, I know i'm not getting everything from you or something's right. not right and i can't tell and if you don't know yourself enough you'll take it as personal like oh, it must be right. me you know versus it could just be the situation and so right. with her having this new insight she will have that to share with sabine she could give her everything sabine might understand and feel now even if she didn't know the reasons exactly why that she's getting more from her and that might be enough to make her open up as well and make that relationship tighter. Yeah. Plus lots of lightsaber and space battles. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I think now that we're like episode five, we got six, seven, eight left. Ah, I really don't think, I don't think we've got enough runway for Thrawn to come in play 
and mm. set a plan in motion and like have a big thing like yeah. i i don't know could be wrong maybe the next episode is going to be super long and like <laughs> they're going to get there resolve the whole thing and everyone comes back to the main galaxy and mm. then shit gets crazy somehow in the last two episodes but thrawn doesn't have a power base right i mean who knows maybe he conquered the other galaxy and has got a whole armada who knows i i yeah like i say i because i don't episode, episode I don't, two or three i was like i don't see it just he's he's I, not I the it. antagonist of right. this series he's the mcguffin right, right? Yeah, yeah. him and ezra are the two mcguffins yeah. Thrawn has is mostly Ahsoka's MacGuffin, and yeah. Sabine is—I'm uh, sorry, Ezra is Sabine's MacGuffin, and we yeah. still don't know what Balin's is, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's—it's. It's, I think it's that situation where, especially when I heard this, they talk about like doing a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing all this just to lead up to that movie, so you can really get what you came here for. But I don't mind because, just think, okay, if they would have did that movie that they're talking about without this. If folks were disconnected and lost who didn't watch the other shows, they really would have had nothing to give or to take from that movie. So this yeah. is probably a lead in for that, which is which is fine. As long as they can go ahead and have that movie damn near done by the time this is over. Cause it's not a situation that I wanna wait a year to get the conclusion of this situation. Yeah, I think if if whatever shows they want to get out in front yeah. of the movie whatever yeah. the last one is just needs to tee that yeah, movie keep, up keep going yeah keep and they yeah. still have to make it where you can watch that movie and not have seen exactly all that stuff yeah and yeah. be up to speed of what's going on which is doable yeah. um and of course every every little piece in between has to be its own story yeah. where at least a character has a character arc mm-hmm. will be good yeah um yeah. yeah what did you think of um the conversation that she had with jason when she awakened and kind of gave him a thank you for you know she said i owe you a thank you i'm thinking like well you kind of owe him your life but she, <laughs> I, I noticed how she said i thank you i'm like that's all that kid gets you know they would have left a long time ago because as far as anybody's concerned you were dead so yeah that <laughs> Uh, man i don't know that's yeah Yeah. it's one of those things where like they may also not want to hit it on the head of like yeah everyone might have left me and i might have been stranded here to die right or no one would have picked me up out of the ocean and i would have like to have a character say i owe you my life that might be a little bit easier and like if it weren't for you i'd be dead well, to a kid. Uh, all I'm saying is, I thought a thank you was a little underwhelming considering really what he did. Yes. I wouldn't yeah. say I thought you owed you a... That's like... So, <laughs> that's like that's like you see an old lady, she drops her purse, and the purse got like 30 Gs in it, right? And you run, run hey, miss, you dropped your purse. He said, I owe, you a, <laughs> I owe you a hug. And you'll be like, not that you did it for money, but it's just like, huh. If somebody saw that, everybody be looking like or screaming like, hey, give that guy some money because he, <laughs> you know, give him a little something. So I took it like that. Yeah, I I don't know what their plans for Jason is at all, but. Well, we know he's going to meet an alien that's a, a time traveler and he's going to, you know, leave off the show traveling and being one of those time travelers. What? Oh, Wesley. Jesus. I was <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute. What time travel? I was like, Doctor Who? What? 
We know what happens to Jason. We know what happens. We've seen it. Man, not everyone has to be at Luke's temple. Not everyone. Has hey, that's the hey. That's a, that's a, that's a that's a corner that's painted a lot of young Jedi's into, you know, the, basically the future. That's very interesting. Man, uh, yeah, it, it it would have been such a simple thing with the sequels if they had just tried to not make it where there's only one, there's only Luke, and there's only Ray, and there's only Kylo, and it's like, man. Okay. we're not going to rehash the whole fucking thing it's... yeah but the, the, the truth is is that this is something that probably should have been done and when it got extended some lines had to be crossed you know it's, it's like putting extensions on the pants you outworn them you, they're, they're to fit you to a certain point and then you're supposed to just get some new pants but since we didn't want to throw away the pants or give them away we're sewing extensions onto the bottom of the pants leg so with that it's going to be some stuff that's just kind of compromising ideas kind of destroying some lore different perspectives on things because really if it would just been simple and ended where it probably should have ended not saying it should have but you know if it wasn't making so much money and people didn't love it so much it, this stuff wouldn't be happening. This would be somebody else's interpretation of this kind of a movie or this kind of a lore, and it could do whatever it wants to, and it'd be fine. Like, Star Wars was probably just supposed to be those few people who had this thing versus like everybody has it and this, this, that. That could have been somebody else's story. That could have been your story that was not this, but inspired by, and it had a different take on that kind of a theme or concept. Are eh. you quiet? <laughs> <laughs> But instead, we're kind of rebuilding the boat while we're on the, we're working on the panel <laughs> underneath well, to fix the outside of the ship. <laughs> so look, like this is kind kind of why, as as much as some people like, really don't like the Ray character, I don't really have big issues with her. Yeah. It's really a matter of writing, and that's why the apparently now, not greenlit <laughs> project of having her reprise the role and having the next set of movies be about her, you know, rebuilding yeah. the Jedi order. That would be great. Just like, yeah. okay, the sequels happened as you know, it's like with fucking comic books, you get a run with Spider-Man and it's like, wait, is he, is he made a bargain with the devil to get his identity back and he has to give up his marriage to Mary Jane. Right. What right. the fuck? The, the, yeah. the, the, the fuck? Right. So it's right. just like we gotta like, all right, sequels were a dud, but they happened. Let's like, just write around them. Right? right, right. And the thing about it is I like the characters and stuff. I just think it was just the way they, you know, they merged them together. I they, I think they had different motives and they were kind of jammed into each other. And then it was also kind of letting people have their own interpretation of something and then them leaving and somebody else have their interpretation of something it's just like when somebody comes to work for disney and they're you know working on a new mickey mouse cartoon guess what he's gonna have to have two ears not three you have to have an oval nose not a square one it's just certain things that that's the guy for what needs to be done and so when you go around and let people kind of do their interpretation of stuff it could kind of if it's not folded in correctly because we've seen things where it's been done where it's kind of like, oh, it's the best of both worlds. Oh, this is a compromise. Oh, they actually took their time to figure out how these, how to make this stuff mesh. 
you know, because some stuff is like, you know, you're making a cake, certain things got to be melted, certain things got to be chilled. And it's for a reason. And so it could kind of come together in a good way without destroying the whole the whole thing that you're making. And so depending on skill level, it's going to determine what you get. So sometimes you're going to get where Spidey makes a deal with the devil and it doesn't make no damn sense. Or somebody figure out the interpretation is to have, you know, Dr. Strange do the same thing, but a different way that might be more accessible, you know? So it right. just kind of depends. I wish everybody kind of um, thought like you thought or came up with ideas or just kind of knew enough to kind of pull stuff together. Like, but I, I think even the ones that love it, that having that kind of mind to do that and figure that out, everybody doesn't have it. And sometimes when we see it and it works out, it's a beautiful thing. And that's why we really just love like, oh, you, you know, you figured it out. Like for me, that's how I felt about Andor. I know everybody don't love it, but I love, to me, they figured it out. They gave me grown up Star Wars. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like they, they figured it out. He figured it out. Um, even when the other shows that I thought was going to have it figured out didn't. So, so we know it's not that easy. And so we kind of so forget I, when it's not. And then when we see it, we just be in awe. I saw a thing the other day where when Rogue One came out, because uh, Terry, oh God, I'm going to try and get his name. Going to get it wrong. Not going to try the last name. Terry, whatever. Okay. He was the director for Andor and for Rogue One. And he apparently, after it came out, he got a call from George Lucas. And George Lucas was like very complimentary to him on how well he interpreted Star Wars in Rogue One. Yeah. Right? And it was just like, oh, that's <laughs> that that tracks. I there's also I haven't had a chance. I, I got like two minutes into it and then had to do dad stuff. But there apparently is on Disney Plus. There's a behind the scenes for the Ahsoka show. Okay. Um, and like, I think right in the splash panel, it's like Dave Filoni, like giving Rosario Dawson with like half her makeup on a hug. And George Lucas is like right there. So George <laughs> Lucas is like on set as part of this. Because also like, let's be clear, when Dave Filoni was like starting out with the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. it was like junior to george lucas like george yeah. lucas was heavily involved in that and they were collaborators right with george mm -hmm. sort of like setting the tone and like mm -hmm. you know giving him sort of the the guidance but like yeah so it is really cool to see i'll have to watch the behind the scenes on it yeah yeah so it's like it's nice when you like i said when you see it kind of work together you, you find somebody that figures out the key to make it work um and so you know, everybody kind of gets uh, up to date with everything that's going on. Sabine is missing. They're not sure what happened to her. Um, everything's well, cleared think, out. Was it Ahsoka used? Uh, yes. So so this is interesting. So that particular ability to essentially pull a memory off an object. Yeah, the echoes or whatever. That, that comes from the Fallen Order video games. Oh, wow at least as far as i know that's when that was introduced like the main character has that ability and like in a lot of like sort of you explore around video games you find little audio things or journal mm -hmm. entries or so they just came like why don't we just fucking make it force echoes where like he touches a thing mm -hmm. and then he hears the scene in his head mm -hmm. and so it's like they took that from the video game right which probably got the stamp of approval Right. And then they're like, well, we can use it here as a way for Ahsoka to gain information. And I was just like, yay. Um, yeah. That totally works. I loved it. I loved it. 
And I kind of like how she's fine with not knowing for sure. And so she's looking into the sky and she see the purples going by and she gets the idea. And I think you had it first because I remember you mentioning how some kind of way that it's going to work in those space worlds. I to, wasn't sure to have how. Transport. So you kind of, right. you call I, that I, crap I figured, at the beginning of the yeah, series. Kudos, kudos. Someone's going to take the purgle and go. But I was like, how <laughs> are they going to like latch yeah. onto the outside? And it's like, yeah, no, yeah. we're just going to get a big enough one to swallow Ahsoka's entire ship. It's like, okay. Yeah. That, but, but, but it tracks. But, right, right. The funny thing is, before that, she once again had to be like, oh, I got to step away for a minute. And she goes outside <laughs> the ship yet again, mm -hmm. this time with gravity. So it, it was easier to witness. But I thought it was a beautiful sight when she, yeah. you know, kind of ghost rode the, the ship. <laughs> <laughs> At least someone was driving. Right, right, right. But she wasn't. She's up on the front of it and they go up to the mouth of one. And it's, it's kind of cool how she's looking for the biggest one. It was like, yeah, that one will work. And I, saw, I thought it was really cool when they kind of pulled up to it and she just kind of had her her moment of connection, you know, yeah. with the purgle. The, the, the whole scene of them finding the purgle, going up to it, basically mentally asking, yeah. right? Like, and going up into space, I thought was really well done. It's funny that, that like one, one thing that I kind of like wanted was like, Hera tone wise was like, hey, you guys better get out of the way. And it was, yeah. It was so glib, and I wanted to be like, yeah. I am ordering you to get out of the way now. There's a whole herd of Purgle, and it, they are not going to dodge around you. You need to get out of the way now. And see right. Hera just, like, command people. Like, regardless of anything, you need to move now. Yeah. Arrest yeah, that, me later, move now. <laughs> no, yeah, that's not her. She got one tone, and it's just like she's part smartass and part just kind of dry. And like I said, it's, she's not acting to the room to me. And so to me, it's consistent that she did that, but it did sound interesting too, considering what it could, the damage that could really be done. Right. You would think like, you know, like if a car is about to hit your kid, you're not just saying, hey, watch out, be careful. you like, get out of the way, you know? Right. You're screaming and you're yanking them out of the way so they won't get hurt. So to be so casual of all the people that could possibly be hurt, in the situation, I was the bad guy. Yeah, you don't say anything. You just kind of look and be like, bye bye or something right. and let them get crushed and destroyed. But since those are your, you know, your crew and your fellow, you know, captains and, and team and stuff. I'd, I'd also be like, do not fire on the creatures coming from the surface. They that are too. friendly. That too. Right? That too. That too. Yeah. So, um, but it was interesting to see how it worked. You know, the whole Jonah and the whale, the Pinocchio and the whale kind of situation. I thought that was really cool. I did um, find it interesting when it opened its mouth. It had the breen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Uh, like the, 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 the whale, the whale teeth, the yep, filter exactly. out the, the krill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, that was, that was a nice yeah. touch. Like, yes, whales. We and, get it. And then when it hit the outer space, uh, you saw like their eyes kind of glowing blue for a second. And then, you know, I thought it was very interesting how it was almost like a ship the way, you know, mm -hmm. it charged up and it, and it took off. Um, it was really neat. It was very peaceful. It was nice to see. <laughs> kind of remind me of Star Trek movie with the whales. <laughs> <laughs> with Spock, <laughs> um, you know, but um, it was it was really cool. It was a special episode for sure i could see why it was in the theater i it, it felt cinematic you know yeah more ways than one but it was a lot of visualization of stuff like i said um it, there was a lot of words too but like i said it was more visual and the way things were and uh, you know 
even the way like Jason was even sitting over the water looking at the scenery, just the way, yeah, it, it was, you could, yeah. I, I'm sure that those who got a chance to see it in the theater really got a chance to see, see something really cool. Cause that, like I said, a lot of that stuff I think would have lent to, especially things like you said, the photo that was on the um, console and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All that stuff you would have saw like it was nothing inside the theater. That we we like... recently had to get a new TV and yeah. I was very glad cause I could pause yeah. After someone had pointed out online and like look at her eyes changing color and things like that, yeah. it's like, oh, those those details are there. Yeah. So I would imagine it would be even easier in a theater to like pick up those small things. Yeah, yeah. But um, like I said, it, it was great to see. Um, strong episode. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest. Like I said, what we got? What? How many episodes left? We three have more. Three more. Yeah. Three more. Like I said, either they gonna jam Thrawn in there. And like I said, it's not going to be a full meal. It's not enough road or time for that. But if they're banking on that movie, I like I said, I truly hope they're not going to wait for a long time to, to get it. I, I hope it's coming soon. Yeah, I, I would hope they don't wait too long. So I got a IMDb here. And just looking at the scores from episode to episode. Episode 1, mm-hmm. 7.9. Episode mm-hmm. 2, 8.0. Huh. Episode three down to seven point five. Episode four, Fallen Jedi, eight point nine. That was a good. And episode, episode five, nine point six. Or I'm sorry, nine point four. As okay. of today, it was okay. nine point five like the other day. But like, yeah, yeah. So, no, I get it. And that and that makes sense. And that makes sense. And I think because of the pacing, this would be a better show in a sitting that you could control. Like I would binge this because you always kind of feel or you could feel for the earlier episodes that it was a lot of nothing going on. And it was a lot of something if stuff was going on. Right. But like, if you, like I said, even jotting down notes, it was just like, oh, three major things. And it just, and it took an hour to get there, you know? Cause like you ate a meal, but then you're still hungry because it wasn't a lot of nourishment in it. And so you just need more and more, but you have to right. watch more episodes to get it. And so- um, I am curious to see whether or not we're going to get any sort of big space battle. Because we had the whole thing where, like, they they found the ring ship, and then the, yep. the little fighter craft came, and it's like, okay, that was that was cool, but mm. it's not a space battle, no, right? No. Like they've got now, assuming somehow this is an assumption that Hera is able to tie down those three large cruisers that show up, okay, for whatever reason, whatever how, because. Where is Thrawn when they come back likely to show up? Right there. Right. So if somehow Hera is able to get them to stay or they go and then she gets clearance and they come back. So whenever Thrawn shows up, we can also sell how amazing a tactician he is. And he takes those three ships apart with whatever he has back from the other galaxy. Yeah. I know it's not going to be a big battle. They're probably going to save a big battle for the movie. I bet you. (laughs) Because really, we're okay. Think of it like this: we're on episode five, and the New Republic don't even believe that he's even a threat or even still right. alive. And we're on episode five, and her team don't believe her, <laughs> basically. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's, it's probably gonna be for, for not it to big be space no battle. Yeah, so for it to be like episode five, and the cavalry don't believe her, and we still haven't found the big bad yet. <laughs> that's going to be a whopping three episodes to pull off without it being crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying I don't want to see that, but I don't, it's not enough road. Not enough road. Not enough road. Yeah. 
Because again, you got to set the game board so you can show how smart the player is, and that's not going to happen. And we've seen what happens when you jam the bad guy in the oh. last two episodes. We we've seen that. Matter of fact, the fact that we've seen it so many times, even with this series, not the series, this series, but this, you know, Star Wars, mm -hmm. it almost frightens me that they probably try to go for that crap. <laughs> I, so, I, we, I hope not, but we've seen it within this already. They, they are going to play out Balin and Shin and Morgan. I hope so. As, as our antagonists, and Thrawn's going to be mostly the MacGuffin. Um, I have a sneaky... Okay. Do I feel there's buildup for Balin? Yes. Yeah. But I bet you, and I hope I'm wrong, mm -hmm. that they don't go any deeper with him. Like they did all that stuff with him, and we're not gonna get too much more on that. No, I, I, okay. I, I, well, for for one, also unfortunately, his actor passed away, so I don't think there's gonna be anything past this season for Balin. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think either he's gonna die as they probably planned when they shot it, like his character is gonna get killed, or he's not and he's just not going to come back in whatever follow-up thing is no no but, but i mean but no no i was just talking about like in the episode the, his character i don't think they was going to go any deeper with him because sometimes we'll see like even with um merrick yeah like that was interesting like as long okay for him to be that what he turned out to be you would think that they wouldn't have played him like that i just for yeah, that to I, happen yeah i i think balen we're going to get whatever his grievances, right? That that he's looking for power and that he has essentially rejected the Jedi way, right? He's right. using the training and everything else, but clearly he's like he says, I'm no Jedi, right? He's not the Sith either. He's not a Sith, but he's yeah. not a Jedi anymore. Right. And right. I, I think we're going to see that grievance articulated of why he did that, right? Okay. And, and any other like whether or not he knows Anakin became Vader or not, whether or not he's going to drop that on Ahsoka, blah, blah, blah. But he's got a bone to pick. Yes. But he's very close to the chest, right? He's just, I'm going after my goal. Mm -hmm. I have no reason to hint at my goal. I have no reason to tell you about my goal. I have no reason to justify myself, right? We haven't gotten that pulled out of him yet. And so I think it would be a waste of an otherwise great actor and, and yeah. so far an interesting character yeah. to not be like, well, this is why I'm doing this. If we don't yeah. get a why, then yeah. he's also a waste of a character. He's just right. a placeholder. Because he's been dropping hints for sure. He, he definitely, definitely, definitely wants has. something. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, what does he think going there or getting Thrawn will give him access to? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He thinks he's got a MacGuffin, whether the MacGuffin is Thrawn or Thrawn is a stepping stone to power. Right. He did hint of like, you know, you can't create anything without destruction, which is like so fucking dumb. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because <sighs> he always kind of had the same kind of energy and tone and honesty as if he, as, his, as, as he did like with the quote unquote witch. And then even with um, uh, Sabine, it was almost kind of like, I have no reason to lie. Right. He just he just plays it straight. And, and he's not, you know, he has no real allegiance to none of them. And he's not even pretending like he does. He's just kind of the, saying that 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 quality. I love that. I love in that. A, in a villain slash antagonist is yeah. so great because yeah. th there's there's no facade. I don't 
I don't it's have rare. to play games right. with you. This is what I'm fucking doing. Right. I don't need to lie because I don't care what right. you think. Right. How right? often do we get that? You know? How often uh, do we get that? It's rare. Most of the time we get, you know, connivers and blah, blah, blah and hiding things. It's just like, yeah, no, I'm like, it's, it's almost a Thanos in a way where Thanos was yes. just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm playing people and I'm yeah. manipulating things. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm playing the board, yeah. but what I'm doing, I'm not lying right. about to anyone. If right. anything, I just don't advertise it. Cause I don't want, you know, the rest that's, of the galaxy to try and stop. A great, that's a great example, Ryan. That's a great example because it's almost like the whole thing where anybody else with, with that would be trying to get power. He just wants balance and to be a damn farmer and to be left alone. He's the one people to starve, even though he should just double the food. <laughs> his whole solution is stupid, but his yeah. goal is totally yes. understandable. Yes, yeah. So I thought I was, you know, he he wasn't there for the usual things everybody else would be there for. Let's hope we get a, a nice, solid landing with Balin. Yeah, I hope so. I, Ray Stevenson, he did a great job. Like I said, once again, I was impressed. And to me, he's what really stands out to me as far as like, you know, um, being a character I look forward to seeing that i'm intrigued and curious about the next thing he's going to say and i always want more time with him and i can't say yeah. that about all the characters in the show but but him all the time for him and not saying it's, i don't like all the other stuff going on because i do right but, but he's the one that has me wanting more yeah it will be interesting when ahsoka and him clash again because yeah now he doesn't have that sort of a, a emotional tag to pull on her where mm -hmm. she's just like yeah no i'm good like i'm still gonna try and stop you but like i'm, I'm not like really it's not <laughs> i got over my past so so we can just uh fight now and i'll kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right like they're they're both he wasn't burdened she was she's yeah. now unburdened so right. it'll be interesting if her letting go her issues mm -hmm. causes him to be upset right because i, can see, I can see him wanting to like unpack his grievance mm -hmm. with the order now and it's like how the hell can you be okay right now how can you seem to have figured things right. out and that's right. that, that's one of those things where it's i can like, have that and you have it yeah right it's like i'm i'm upset and hurt right and how are you not right right how are you okay that yeah, upsets me because he kind of used that angle on sabine and sabine fell for it mm -hmm. you know in a way right hmm. now that's a question of whether or not it's like oh i'm upset because i don't have a tag to pull on you as opposed to like your okayness makes my not okayness even more upsetting right it it, it turns it from something i just deal with right. and have accepted to like why can't i be okay right, right? yeah man um hmm. yeah this is this is a good one i'm looking forward to the last three and see what they're gonna do um we have an episode coming up soon that was actually what it was was a review oh, the, the of trailer the trailer review. <laughs> uh -huh. so long ago yeah and it's funny because before because i was going to drop it before this but when i listened to it it was a good conversation about what we expected or wanted to see uh, some predictions and all that kind of stuff and while editing it i was like this would be good for like to be used somewhere like in the middle of our series see, see how close we were see, see where we were and stuff and then we could just kind of you know 
see see how it, how it kind of came together and, and plus it makes it kind of fun too something something you know because sometimes you know and then we also don't have like regular uh, trailer reviews this is it, it turned into almost a two-hour conversation they're always supposed to talk about just off a, a trailer off a one-minute trailer about... <laughs> so oh, so man. so that goes to show that it was like okay this is worthy of a of a nice bonus episode and they also see where we are and where we could, you know could possibly be going so it, it works keep, on two two different levels it'll keep me company doing cat chores that's right that's right that's right well man it was good catching up with you it was good talking about this episode um yeah we never have fun doing it so sad i know so man sad. i always, I always like damn i gotta talk to ryan again and it's just like when these shows gonna stop so i could just kind of you know have my time back i could you know i could be doing something else like hopping in a circle in a corner somewhere or i don't know walking into traffic in, in, i got i got warhammer figures i gotta <laughs> fucking assemble and paint if i'm ever gonna fucking play that game with my buddies jesus christ <laughs> and we're here we're doing this that's right that's right this is jay and ryan this is our discussion of episode four the fallen jedi and episode five shadow warrior until next time, peace. Apparently in another galaxy? <laughs> in another galaxy. Hey, it's Jay. If you enjoyed my conversation with Ryan, please check out our episodes where we talked about The Book of Boba Fett, Spider-Man No Way Home, and the movie Batman. Thanks for listening, and until next time, Peace.